Good evening. Almost eight o'clock on a Thursday. So, in response to what I was talking about earlier, about how people in this day and age, because I'm still going to focus on this topic. We have to talk about it. I could, I could do as many topics on this subject alone. I want to see if people will understand what I'm talking about, where I'm coming from. In other words, so you make a difference in your lifetime. You go out there and do what you got to do, not to impress anybody, but if one day somebody discovers you and says, hey, look, look at all that she's accomplished in her lifetime and she's still here to talk about it. That matters, but it won't matter if she's gone. It will to the point of, okay, let's eulogize her. Let's give her praise for all the things that she did in her life. But why didn't you do that when she was on this earth? Why are you doing it now after her death? That's why I said, when people die, we revere them more because they're gone. They don't have say. They can't hear. They can't see what you're saying about them. They can't respond to you. When they're alive, that's when they get that look on their face, like, you know, adoration and happiness and joy that, hey, somebody's recognizing me for my achievements and accomplishments in life, legacy that I want to continue on even after I'm gone. When you say to yourself, and I've seen this, the way people come out and they say, well, in life, I never got noticed for any of the things that I did. And anything that I did in my life, I never got noticed. And I'm thinking, well, why is that? Did you put yourself out there? Because let's put it in, in these terms. I think instead of you chasing someone to notice you, let them come to you. Let them discover you. They may not discover you right away. They may not discover you right away, but they will eventually. Every time you put up a video, every time you do something that draws attention. Somebody will see that and say, hey, look, I've got a great story about this young woman. She went through a lifetime of hurt and pain and she made it out alive and well. She's here to talk about it. She's here to be an example for others, to give purpose, to give meaning, to give guidance, to give understanding. I understand what people are going through in this day and age. You know why we have something in common. We both came from a background where we had struggled and failed so many times until we got to that level and where we're at now in our lives. I'm still slowly, because I was pushed back down. I was in the middle of my career and then I got pushed back down. But that's not gonna stop me from climbing back up that ladder and I have to prove my worth. When people look at me and think, Boy, look how many times she's been knocked down, but that's not stopping her from getting up that corporate ladder again or having any measure of success in her life. You got to be positive in a negative world. You can't be the opposite. You can't be negative in a positive world because negativity will not do. You're not going to succeed and you're not going to go after the dreams and goals that you want for yourself or for somebody in your life if you have that mentality. Think about it in those terms. But I still don't understand, and, and, I, and I am trying to wrap my head around it, why is it that people who are dead get noticed for all the things they've done, but when they were alive, they never got noticed. They never got that recognition. 
Wouldn't you think that it would make sense if you paid attention to them when they were alive, as opposed to now they're gone? I can't tell them what an inspiration they were to me, how they helped shape my life and made me change and become a better version of myself. I can't tell them that. I can eulogize them, but they're not going to see it. They're not going to hear it. They're not going to know. They're gone forever. When you hear the term gone forever, what does that mean to you? That means that person will never cease to exist ever again. They are gone. You know, that's a scary thing to think about. Think about it in these terms, how we started out in life. We were created. We were created. We were going through the stages of life. You go from being a newborn to a baby to a toddler to a child to a preteen, teenager, young adult, adult, senior. That's the life right there. That's your timeline. But no matter what you do in life, it doesn't matter at what age. Not many people start at a young age. Many people start middle-aged. Many people start a lot older than that. Doesn't matter. There is no schedule. Sometimes when people put themselves on a schedule, you think, well, I have to do this by this time. No, you don't. Take it as it comes. Take, take life one day, as a time, one day at a time. Don't put a schedule on yourself because then you're going to be expected to meet that schedule. And if you don't meet that schedule, you're going to fail. Guess what? Failing and struggling are positives, not negatives. They're positives. They're positive. You know why they're positive? Because now you're determined to make yourself a better version of who you are than what you are now. Whether you're by yourself doing it or you have somebody in your life or you're doing it for your family, it doesn't matter. We're all going to get to that point in our life. We're going to get to that success. But again, when you tell me, well, I came from a life of privilege, then you cheated your way through life. I don't have respect for you. You didn't struggle. You didn't know what it was like. You didn't know what it was like. If you knew what it was like, you'd know. You know how I know this? Because of my background. Again, humble survivor. That's what how I deem myself as. Humble. Humble people are compassionate people. They understand they've been through where you've been through, where you're going right now. They have not given up. They have failed many times. They have struggled many times. But you want to know something? They got to where they are through that hard work and determination to stay focused in a positive world, to give it your all, 110%, and to be yourself. Don't try to copy off of someone. When you copy off of someone, you're copying off of them. Why would you do that? Why would you do that? Be original. Me, I am an original. No one, no one can copy off of me. You don't know my story. If you try to tell me, yeah, I know who she is, but do you really know me? Unless I've said otherwise and I've told you my story. Now, people who really know me know my backstory, but a lot of you don't. And then you're going to say, well, I'm going to be like her. No, be yourself. Be yourself. When you want to do something in your life, stand out from everybody else. Be original. Don't be like everybody else. You look at social media, that's what people do. They copy off of one another. Why would you do that? Now, I consider myself to be different. I don't want to be the same. I don't want to go with the crowd. I want to stand alone, but at the same time, I want to get recognized. But I'm not going to try to get recognized. I want someone to find me. I want someone to find me. Find me. Not me chasing someone. Hey, look at me. I'm not going to do that. Why would I do that? That would be disappointment. You know how people feel when you're trying too hard to have others be impressed by you? 
Let it happen naturally. It will happen naturally. It will happen when you least expect it. Someone could point you out and say, yeah, wait a minute, aren't you the girl that was on LinkedIn? Or I'm sorry, the young woman that was on LinkedIn that bravely told her story of how she survived cancer, wants to help others, and guess what? You know what she did for a finale? She showed her battle scar. She wasn't afraid. Why would I be afraid? I'm proud of this. This is my identifying characteristic. Where I go in life, what I do, this will always be with me. When I die, this will be with me. This will be with me. And then you think to yourself, wow, this is a person that we can really look up to. This is someone who's lived life, lived life and experienced everything that life has thrown at her. I did it all myself without the help of anybody. Did I go through therapy? I did. But I didn't, I didn't like it. I got myself out of therapy. I don't believe therapy helps for me. It might work for other people. It might work for other people. It does not help me. I don't like the idea of someone sitting there with a notepad and you're telling your deepest, darkest secrets and then they take that and they use it against you and make you look like everything that happened was on you. No. No. Life happens, right? We all go through crisis, we all go through obstacles, but we're not remembered for the things that we've done in our life. You know what people nitpick at? The things that you did do that were not great. The mistakes that you made. Everybody goes through mistakes. Everybody's done things they're not proud of. Why relive that all again? Why hash that up? You ever notice when you get into a family argument? That's what your family does. They bring up everything you've done in the past. Forget about the past. Think about the now and the future. That's what's most important. The now and the future. Why is it that we can't get through life? What is it that all, what is it about life that makes everything so negative? You know, you look at the people who take pot shots at one another, name shaming and bullying. Stop doing that. Stop doing it. Stop it. Good when they're gone, you're gonna think to yourself, why did I treat them the way I did when they were in life? But now when they're gone, I miss them. See how backwards that is? That's backwards. You should be revering them now when they're alive because once they go, they are gone. And again, you think to yourself, well, why are the dead respectful? In other words, if I create something and do something in my lifetime and I don't get noticed when I'm alive, when I'm dead, that's when my shining moment will come. Backwards thinking backwards let me ask you something or actually let me tell you something do you ever hear the phrase drop dead when you have a when you have a fight with someone and you just I'm not gonna say the word hate because again hate is a very strong powerful emotion that nobody should have that that's just too harsh and cruel you say I don't like you you have a fight with them the last thing you say to them is drop dead what if they physically drop dead it's like a part of you thought, oh my God, I didn't think they were actually gonna do it, but they did, they dropped it right in front of me. The guilt is gonna come at you. The last thing you said to them was, I don't like you, drop dead. That's what they're gonna remember. They're not gonna remember anything else. And when they're gone, you can't take back what you said. Remember, words hurt. Feelings behind words hurt. Be careful what you say to people. There are people that are so sensitive that take that to an offense. They say, why? Why? I don't like it when people attack other people. I don't. I think it's very shameful. When you start attacking people, 
What does that say about you? Am I looking at you and I want to be around someone who does that? No, I don't. You have to change how you are towards others. How would you feel if the shoe was on the other foot? If someone treated you like that when you were alive, but once you're gone, oh my God, look what I did. I wasn't nice to this person. I was, I was teasing them and putting them down and shaming them and all that. And then when they're gone, the reverse thinking goes back and you say to yourself, boy, do I miss them. Why? You never liked them to begin with. You didn't want them around. That's shameful on you. Shame on you. I don't like that because it bothers me. And I'm bothered by it. You know why? I don't like the idea of people attacking others when they're alive. You know, a lot of people have made good accomplishments in their lifetime. They never get recognized for it until it's too late. Like I said, do you ever notice, again, in the entertainment world, let's take that for example. It's more common than you think. And it happens to normal people too. People who are not in entertainment. But let's, for the sake, use that as an example. Look at entertainment. For a long time, when you first started your career, you were high. You were this person that everybody go to for movies and promos and sponsors and advertisements and commercials. Then your career started dying down. You said, I'm going to take a break. I'm going to take a break. I'm going to get out of the movie industry, okay, temporarily. But then what happens? There's crises, obstacles we all deal with. Again, celebrities are people doing a job. I don't see them any differently. Neither should you. But they have crisis and obstacles that they're dealing with as well. Every time you think, well, I see them always, always happy. And this, How do you know that they're happy? You don't. Can you go inside a person and say, hey, look, what are you feeling today? Are they going to lie to you or are they going to tell you the truth? Are they going to say, yeah, you know what, I'm kind of depressed right now. Just like human beings, we're all human beings. We all have feelings. If somebody attacks us, attacks us in a way where they make up rumors, they make up stories about us, your character gets shamed. You yourself are not seen the same way as you once were when you were popular. So what happens is you decide, I'm going to get out of the limelight. I'm going to do something completely different. A lot of people have done that. Then you hear on the news, okay, now the person has developed an illness. They got sick, they died. What's the first thing that people do? They pay their respects, but they revere that person to celebrate their life, and their life, well, is no longer, they're dead. So they do a special tribute, but why don't you do the tributes when the person is physically alive? Why wait till they're dead? Why? I, I, I'm, I'm trying to make sense of it, because I've had dreams about it in myself. If I don't accomplish the things that I want to do at a certain time in my life, who, what, what are people going to say about me when it's my time to go? Did she do something good in her life? Did she accomplish? Yes, she was a humanitarian. She gave back. She helped others in the process. She was that type of woman. We should look to her for guidance and support. But what happens if you go? No, you're not going to know what people are going to say about you. Are anybody, is anybody going to show up at your funeral? Are you going to have that many people? In my dream, I had nobody show up. Why? Because in life, I had no friends. And when you don't have friends and you're alone in the world when you're alive, imagine when you're dead and nobody shows up. But you wouldn't know it. You wouldn't know it, but you think not one single soul showed up just to tell me goodbye. It's like they don't care. Isn't that sad? It's sad. When I look at my mother and father, let's compare the funeral, funeral-wise. 
My father had a bigger send-off than my mother. My father was well-known in the community. My father worked his, worked his tail off to give us the life he created for us, which was a great life, put us up there on that pedestal. He spent time with us. We went on trips. We had quality family time. Can you say that now? People are so gung-ho with work. That's all they think about. 120, you know, 24-7. Don't think about work. Think about your family. Put them up there one day. If something happens to them, and it will, it will. Because you can't avoid it. You can't prevent it. It will. You will say to yourself, why? Why didn't I protect myself? Why didn't I have time to spend with my family? Why didn't I do that? Why didn't I do that? I let my work get the best of me and now look what happened. I lost my family and I can't get them back. You can't change all the things that you've done. You can't do that. See, that's what I don't understand. That's why family and and people in your life are far more important than what you do. But again, you have to make time. But you don't have to put yourself on a rigid schedule or make this, this impossible schedule where you say, well, I have to do this by this. I, no, because when you do that, you stress yourself out. And when you stress yourself out, you get your health gets taken for granted. Your health, your health is in jeopardy. My father, again, had two jobs. He had survived two heart attacks. He quit the one job. He quit the nightclub job. Because, hey, look, I'm not going to work myself to death. I'm going to spend time with my family. I'm going to do what I can right by my family. Right by my family. But the thing is now, again, people in this day and age are so gung-ho about work. What about the people in your life? They matter now. They matter now. If I wish I had time enough in my lifetime, in my lifetime, I wish I had more time with my father. Granted, I had him when I was younger and when I was a teenager. But I didn't think two years later I would lose him at the tender age of 21. Never thought that. I said, oh my God, my father's gone. I don't have anybody to look up to. We had that close bond, but it was broken by cancer. Cancer consumed his life, took his life, basically. And I thought to myself, wow. But he got a better send-off than my mother. When I think of that, it kills me inside. It makes me wonder, why is that? Why do some people get a bigger send-off than others? What happens when you, okay, you think to yourself, my father did all of this stuff, but he never got the recognition or the the, uh, the praise when he was alive than, than he did when he died. When he died, it was different. Everybody remembered him. He was a great man. You can look at it back on those little cards that they have, the little memorial cards, what he did, what he accomplished when he was alive, but never got that recognition when he was alive. It never was presented. He never got an award for anything that he did in life. He was a good humanitarian who I look after, who I took after, who I took after. I took after him in so many different ways. Why have a giving heart? I can't struggle. I can't look away from people that are struggling. I can't do it. I can't. I cannot turn my back on other people. What kind of a person would I be if I did that? There are people that do that. Because to them, they're just people. Well, yeah, they'll get by. They'll, they'll, they'll find their way. No, they won't. They're struggling right now. Look at the people in another part of the world. What's their quality of life? Depressing. There's no excitement. There's nothing to look forward to. Sickness and death and poverty. You want people to live like that? I don't. I want people to live where their lives are, are fulfilled 
filled with happiness and love and joy and a sense of purpose. You're not going to have a sense of purpose if you're struggling every single time to put food on the table because the job that you have barely makes enough for you and your kids to survive on. If somebody got sick, what is going to happen to them? You can't take yourself to the hospital down there because they expect payment from you. If you don't have that payment, we don't treat you. Isn't that like a slap in the face? So in other words, you don't value the life of the person. But when the person dies, you're going to wonder, why did you treat them the way you did in life? Now you're revering and you think, oh my God, look how I did that. It's going to come back at you. Be careful what you say to people too. Okay, be careful. You know, when I was going through that relationship with my ex... I could tell you right now, he was not the nicest man to be around. He had hurtful things to say. Every single day, he knocked me back down. Even when I was sick, couldn't fight back. But I wasn't thinking about that. The time you know I was thinking about fighting for my life. I wasn't thinking about what he was saying. I blocked it out. He said, you don't know what you're talking about. You should be ashamed of yourself for talking like that to me. To me, the person you claim you love. You don't say that to someone you love. And then turn around when they get better and say, well, you shouldn't have gotten a second chance. Ooh, okay, thank you. I'm sorry. I didn't know. Is that how you really feel about me? Okay, I'm sorry. I'll get out of your life. I will get out of your life. But don't you take my life from me. It was given to me. Second chance by the man upstairs and by my mother who prayed for me, who was there for me. 110%. Where were you? Where were you? You weren't there for me. You were out busy drinking and doing whatever God knows what. I wouldn't even care. I didn't care. I didn't care. I was so grateful to get out of there. And I survived that. But you got to be careful with the people in your life, what you say to them. How you treat people tells me the type of person you are. Do I want to be around someone who's going to treat someone like they're nothing? No. I have somebody in my life right now who I love very much, and I don't want anyone, anyone, trashing him, making up stories about him, gossiping about him. Don't do that, and don't do it in front of me. You're not going to like what's going to come out of my mouth. Am I going to be prim and proper? No. I'm going to tell it like it is. Because when you love someone, you defend them to the end. You defend them. You defend each other. You protect one another. Your love is so strong. The bonds of love are so strong. No one can come between the both of you. If they tried, they're not going to get very far. And if you start making up stories about people to shame them, to take away what they've, you know, worked so hard for, make them be like not the person they're going to be, shame on you. Shame on you. You don't do that ever, ever. You revere a person, give them a celebration of their life, throw them a party, throw them some type of, of, you know, where there's recognition. Like you say, hey, look, I could follow this person. I can be, they could be an inspiration to me. I've learned so much from them. I want to follow in their footsteps, but I want to be a better version of myself. I don't want to be like them, but I want to learn from them. That's the difference. When you tell me I want to be like you, it's like you want to copy off of someone, but then you're not an original. You're copying off of someone. Why would you do that? Why? But anyway, the thing that I want to say is this. In life, we're all giving a chance, one life to live, as they say. We have to make the best of it. But when we start trashing people, putting them down, name-calling them, shaming them, just attacking them, 
not giving them the recognition of the things that they've done, the good things that they've done, but knocking on all the bad flaws and everything that they've done in their life, shame on you. But when it comes time and they die, you're going to turn around and say, why did I treat them the way they did in life? I didn't. I didn't show them respect. I didn't give them anything or, or gave them praise for what they did. I mocked them and I did this and this and it's going to eat at you. You're going to feel guilty. Don't tell me that you're not. You're going to feel guilty. It's going to come at you. It may not come right away. It's going to come at you. And that's why I say it's very, very important because again, life is very precious. But we take people for granted. And when they're gone from our lives, they're gone forever. But again, if you've noticed, people get revered more for the things they've done when they weren't on this earth. In other words, they were on this earth for a short time or for however long that they were on. They didn't get that recognition when they were alive. They're getting it now when they're gone. So when someone says to me, well, you know what? Maybe I should do all these things and wait to die. And then I will get that recognition and be noticed and be liked. And I'm like, but that doesn't make sense. But that's how I, some people feel that way. Some people think I'm invisible. Nobody sees me. Nobody notices me. Get yourself out there. Stop making excuses and get yourself out there. Make yourself known. But again, remember this. Don't let people, don't chase after them. Let them come at you. Let them find you. And when they find you, then you will be noticed for all the good that you've done. They will want you around. They will want you probably, you know, let's do an interview about you. Let's do a video. Let's do a documentary. Can you do this for us? You'll be known then. But you don't have to chase anybody. Let them come at you. See, I like to be pursued. I like to be chased. That's me. If I go out there and do an Instagram video, less than three minutes to talk about this, I don't want anybody's attention. I want someone to say, look, I remember this young woman. She came out on LinkedIn Live and told her story and showed her battle scar. That's pure bravery. I like that. That's guts and determination. She's a fearless woman. She talked about it. She wasn't afraid. She let everybody know. She showed the whole world. That's wonderful to do that. Would I do it again? I would do it again live, in person, on a platform. Again, they might censor me, but you know what? It's worth it. If it's to help people who are going through an illness and teach them a valuable lesson, especially people who are going, women and men, who are going through breast cancer. Because again, you don't want to be like me. I'm identified by this characteristic. I can tell you right now. Everyone's like, who's Aphrodite? Well, Aphrodite is this beautiful woman with a giving heart and soul who helps people, who inspires. She went out and she told her story. She showed her battle scar. She is fearless. And in my book, she's a woman that we should look up to, that we should want to follow, that we can get advice from, that we can turn to in a time of crisis and a struggle and, and obstacles. We listen to her. Look at her. She survived life. She survived life. She's a humble survivor. Remember that, humble survivor. I don't turn my back away from people. Now, even if I don't have, quote, enough to give, that doesn't mean I won't help others. I like the idea of people helping people, but you don't see that. You see people hurting people, people attacking people people calling you names, doing all that stuff. That's terrible. Why would you do that? Why? Why would you do that? Why would you hurt someone? Especially strangers, and I've seen it more too often. That's why I don't even watch the news anymore. Because I cannot turn on the news and not hear something positive. It's all negative. All negative. But remember this, in order to succeed, again, success 
comes from failing and struggling, which are two strengths. They're not negatives. They're positives. If you tell me, what are you talking about? Think about it. How do you think you got to where you are? You struggled. You struggled. You persevered. You were determined to make it out of where you came from. But don't be ashamed of where you come from. Be proud of who you are. Be proud of your heritage. Be proud of your background. There's no shame in that. Again, both of my parents were brought up in the Great Depression, did not have a childhood, did not have an education, had to grow up pretty quickly. But again, my father and mother, the both of them, gave us a great life. My father in particular because of how hard and determined he was to stay away from the life that he grew up. He didn't want us to have that type of life. He didn't want us to go through that type of struggle. Because I can't imagine how anybody can go through that. I can't picture it. I could try. But it's not a pleasant thing to see. When your childhood is robbed, you don't have an education, you instantly have to be a part of the grown-ups where you have to find jobs to help your family out. But all of you are doing it together. That's love right there. And you get noticed for that. You get those accomplishments. If you write a biography and said, this is what happened in my day. This is how I grew up. And I look back at my life. I'm not ashamed of it. Why should you be ashamed? You're a product of your parents. So it's like their life becomes your life. Even though you didn't live it the way they did, you're a part of it. And again, when you have children of your own and a family of your own, you want them to have a much better life than what you had. Again, I don't resent my father for what he did. He did what he did. You know, maybe I didn't spend enough time with him when I was little. He had two jobs. He was tired. He came home from, a, you know, working five days in a factory and then two days in a nightclub on the weekends. And that was stressful too. And then of course he quit the second job because of course the owner attacked him for, or, or accused him of stealing from, from him. And I thought to myself, really? Do you have proof that my father did this? And you just attacking him. He was the best worker, hard worker, did his job, stayed late when he needed to, but him and the owner never got along. And so he decided, you know what? I've had it with this job. I quit and he did. Did he regret it? No. Why? Because he spent time with his family. Now his family, he put up on a pedestal. He put us all up on a pedestal. We spend as much time as possible. That's why I said in this day and age, you have to do that. You have to put your family first. Let the work come second. If you stress yourself, if you work yourself to death, you are going to have a health issue. That's number one. And number two, it's not good for you. Your family will resent you. Oh my God, they don't spend time with us anymore. No, they don't. But I don't like that. I think that we should spend as much time as possible. You know, remember, here today, gone tomorrow, that only reflects, you know, you yourself and the people around you. Everybody goes through that. In this day and age, people are so focused on their work. There's too many workaholics. I said, what's the matter with family? You've got somebody in your life. Put them up there. See, with my, in my situation, I respect the man that I love grateful for what he does but I said to him you need to take a break sometimes you can't work yourself to death you can't it's not good for your health you need to live life let's celebrate our lives together let's celebrate life look at life make it beautiful for ourselves and for our children down the line because we deserve it and come a long way in this lifetime you work this hard when God brought us together he brought both of us 
we are a gift for each other, God saw us as we are a great team together. I respect him 110%. He respects me. We respect each other. If we didn't have that, if there was no trust or communication, that would have been a problem down the line. But I don't see that as being a problem. Because again, we have our love that keeps us strong. And again, I will defend him to the end. I don't want anybody making up stories about him or talking about him to me behind behind his back. Don't do that. Don't do that to me. Don't do that. That's shameful on your part if you do that. I don't like it when people blame name or, you know, this person is not who you think he is. Really? Okay. Then you tell me, what do you, who do you think he is? Where are you getting your facts from? Where are you getting from this information? Are you just making up stuff just to, to hurt that other person? Don't do that. And then when you think about celebrations, and I've mentioned this in the past podcast, think about the celebrations, birthdays, anniversaries, um, retirement. Um, or awards dinners. Think of the person now who is in this lifetime. Give them as much praise, uh, uh, you know, positive. Because once they go, you're going to revert back to, wait a minute, I didn't even acknowledge this person of the good things that they did when they were alive, but now that they're gone, I miss them and I wish I could tell them all the things. They're not going to hear you. They're not going to see you. They don't know what's going on. The one thing I also want to stress is this. When you lose someone close to you, whether it's a parent, a spouse, a child, a friend, whoever, you'll never replace that person. They're always going to be in your heart. Keep the good memories in your heart. Get rid of the bad. Don't even focus on the bad. You always have room in your life to love somebody, and that's okay. When you think to yourself, if like with my mother, my mother had said to me, because I was always afraid of loving someone new. I was afraid that I would replace her, which I didn't. She's in my heart, will always be in my heart. And she said to me, it's okay to let someone into your life. It's okay. I want that happiness for you. I want you to be happy. I want you to have a good man who will take care of you. I want someone who will who will provide for you, who will look out after you, who will love you, who will put you up there because you deserve it. I want that for you. Now, she said that to me many times before, but before she left, she never got the chance to see the happiness that I have now and the man that I'm in love with. She hasn't seen that yet. But when the day comes, she will. I just want her to be here. I know that that's not possible, but she'll be looking from up above, her and my father. And I hope to God that they're very happy, that then now she can rest, her soul can rest easily knowing that her daughter is taken care of by a good man, by someone who loves very, very deeply. Um, you know, I, I really believe that. Truly, wonderfully believe that. That's why it's good to have someone in your life to fall back on. Because again, yes, you could do things yourself, but at some point in your life, it's very, 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 very lonely. Very lonely. Um, so again, let's celebrate the life of people when they're alive. Let's give praise to the people and the recognition that they deserve while they're alive. Because again, when they're gone, they're gone for good. And the problem is now you're revering them when they're dead, but when they were alive, you didn't care. That's very hurtful on your part. Very, very hurtful and very shameful at that. So I'm just going to say God bless all of you. Have a great 
Friday, a good weekend. Be positive in a negative world. Celebrate the life of the people in your life now. Spend as much time with them. Because again, here today, gone tomorrow is not just a phrase. That's a fact. It's a fact. And we're all going to go there at some point in our life. We just don't know when. God bless all of you. Take care.